G'day punters, welcome to Victims of the Punt. We have Group 1 Racing from Randwick, and it's been wet, but uh, we'll get to that just in a second. Mark Sheen, Mark Roden here to help me preview the card. We'll be looking at races three through eight, so all the group races. Mark Sheen, how much rain have you had over the week? Yeah, torrential uh, Tuesday. Wednesday wasn't much better. There was a burst there about four or five o'clock. Uh, we just hammered down, so... Um, Yes, some very uh, interesting track readings of an eight um, after 135 mil of rain. Wonder what it would have been uh, if they'd been going over it race-wise. Um, yeah, look, I can't see it being much better than a 10 myself. Um, I don't live far from Ramwick and it's uh, still a little bit of drizzle this morning, so no drying weather, so yeah, genuine heavy track. Okay, we're expecting racing to go ahead, though, on Saturday. It's not going to be postponed or anything like that, from what you can tell. Well, unless we get another massive downpour, I suppose. Um, it uh, doesn't look that way at the moment, though. Okay. Mark Roden, with that in mind, Rail True, what are you thinking? There's been a couple of True Rails on affected ground where the insides held up okay early and gone by, what, say, the last three races or so. Like Everest Day was one example. There was another meeting in December where that's similar sort of pattern unfolded. This is going to be a lot wetter than that, though. Um, this will be the wettest track uh, we've seen since last winter. Um, there were two very very wet tracks last July, but they were on six and nine metre rails, so not a great guide. Look, I wouldn't be at all surprised if the inside was gone pretty early in the car. Yep. Okay. Let's have a look at the first of the black type races. It's Group 2 racing for the two-year-old fillies, the Sweet Embrace, which is race three. Uh, the market has Lady Laguna favourite at $2.60 from Extravagant Star at $3.50. You've got Fireburn, $5.50, Miss Faberge at $9.50. Everything else is over 20 to 1. Mark Sheen, any thoughts here with the Phillies? Yeah, look, I was actually going to have something on Lady Laguna, even with Coolangatta in the race. So I don't know if I was dreaming or not, but um, look, she has one on a wet track. They gave it a heavy 10. It wasn't a 10. It was about a 6 or a 7 at the very worst. Um, and she'd had her first use of the track and led on the rail, which was an advantage. But by the same token, she won by four lengths. She was trap-wide first up um, going to that race, I think, without a trial from memory. But she's had a trial since, at least, uh, with the winkers on. And uh, I think she'll lap up 1,200 metres. So the fact that she's um, won in some sort of affected going, certainly in her favour. Extravagant star certainly looks the one to beat. Uh, Miss Fabergé didn't have much luck the other day, but uh, didn't really grab me in the yard, to tell you the truth. Uh, and uh, didn't have a great deal of luck, but I'm with Lady Laguna. Okay. Mark Roden, any interest here for yourself? I uh, don't know. Probably not a 260 Lady Laguna, but I think she has to be on top. Uh, it was a very tough effort the other day. I was I was half against her um, first up because I thought that she had been flattered when she went at Rose Hill on the so-called heavy 10, which, which wasn't. Um, but she had the pattern to suit that day, uh, and I thought she was flattered, but she, um, she might be better than I thought because that was a very tough effort in defeat first up, and I think she is clearly the one to beat here. Um, extravagant star hasn't done anything wrong. Uh, nice win in the English uh, race last time. Maybe the end of 1,200 and a real slog could be a bit of an issue for her. I think Fireburn will be strong. And I think um, this could be a complete dream, but I thought number 10, she's extreme if they're just, you know, already by race three, hammering down the, the middle to the outside. Uh, I thought she closed off well in a race where they ran pretty good time on the Kenzo last start. So I thought she wasn't hopeless at around $31. But um, look, Lady Laguna, the one to beat, but probably a stay out race for me. 
Okay, well, race four is for the Colts and Geldings, the skyline over the same distance, 1,200 metres, and it's a pretty open market at the moment. Rise of the Masses is favourite just slightly at $6.50 from El Padrino at seven. You've got Gemeldi at $8.50, so is Custodian. Sandpaper's $9, Man in the Mirror's 10. It just gradually drifts out from <clears> there. Marcin, any help here for the two-year-olds for the Colts and Geldings? Well, the two favourites are the two horses that Dove do have heavy track for. El Padrino second uh, at Cranbourne on debut and Rise of the Masses winning on a heavy track at uh, at Kemla Grange. But uh, I've got to say, I, th I think he's very one-paced and not much chop. But this is a very open race, as the betting would suggest. Look, I think El Padrino probably the hardest to beat, but I, I think Fire and Ice is a chance in the race as well and looks overs to me at $31. Didn't have to think it had... Great deal of luck uh, at both its runs. And Peace Officer was pretty stiff um, first up as well. Had a checkered passage most of the way up the straight. Um, and Sandpaper was, uh, I think, disadvantaged coming back in distance from Canterbury to 1100 at uh, Randwick last time out. So they're the main place for me. Don't like Rise of the Masses. So I'm going to back El Padrino and Sandpaper and maybe spec the others at longer odds. But... Uh, yeah, very tricky race. We've got a first starter here too, Custodian's hard in the market, but it's going to be a big ask for him to win uh, on this sort of ground at his first start. Yeah, definitely. Mark Roden? Uh, no idea, frankly. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I just can't help you here. I, I don't think, as a group, they're much good. Um, this Custodian is a half to Profondo, I think, which is interesting. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, 1.1. 1. 1.1, is that all? Um, <laughs> um by Shalar, not a noted wet breed from what we've seen of his offspring so far. Um, so just no idea on what's likely to be a heavy 10. I mean, you know, Anthony Friedman's got James McDonald to ride it. He obviously thinks it can gallop a bit, but, but who knows? Um, thought Man in the Mirror. I mean, it, it ran really slow time at Warwick Farm, beat Paris Dior uh, that day. Looks to have tried well in decent time since it, it could improve. So I had sandpaper. I thought, uh, yeah, I know Rob's a bit of a fan of Peace Officer. I thought it was a size champagne type so maybe if this turns into a you know trench warfare it might be last standing then i was at the Padrino. yeah i see mark's point about fire and ice it should be a big day for mark minivini if he could win a race like this but it did it ran terrific late sectionals from an impossible spot last start and probably can't win but number 10 from mid it's 900 meter form which you really don't want anything to do with in a race like this but it was i thought it was powerful in its last hundred up at newcastle and some chance at big odds, but I could say say that about most of the field. So to cut a long story short, I don't think I'll be betting. Fair enough as well. Race five is the Liverpool Cup, group three over 1,300. Quantico's <clears> favourite <throat> at $4.40. Uh, you can get actually the same price around Ellsberg as well, $4.40. A tissue's $7.50 with Alligator Blood, eight fifty, And then Superium's 12, Riodini, 14. Mark Sheen, your thoughts here? Don't like Quantico at all. Uh, I'm going to lay it. Um, just doesn't look a wet tracker to me. He mightn't even run. Um, I thought a tissue would run well here. Two soft trials, good first up last time in. Wet form in New Zealand. Good run on a wet track at Randwick one day when I think we were all on it. Um, and I thought Poetic Charmer wasn't hopeless at the bottom here at uh, longer odds. Um, I know he's a bit of a non-winner, but he is a good wet tracker and got a bit of a fitness edge on a lot of these horses who were first up, so uh, I thought he was a bit of value around the $20 mark. Um, look, Ellsberg's got a chance, uh, but 
look, looking at him, he doesn't look a wet tracker, but uh, he's, he's run okay in the wet. Um, I think that day that Lady Laguna won, that they rated the track heavy, was the day he won as well. So it wasn't a genuine heavy, it was only slow. But he's uh, been placed at his second start on a heavy track at uh, Rose Hill as well. So he probably should get through it. Um, look, he's a bit of a plotter in the trials. He doesn't really trial brilliantly, and that's the way he trialled the other day without the blinkers. So, look, he could show up and bolt in, but um, probably short enough for me. I thought a tissue was a little bit better value. OK. Mark Broden? Yeah, I'm a bit lost with this race too. Uh, I mean, I, I assume they'll scratch alligator blood, won't they, uh, as well? Um I hope it runs. Sorry. I hope it runs. And Quantico might come out as well. Um, yeah, Quantico would be a good thing on this on a, close to a good thing on this on a dryish, you know, even a six or something like that. But yeah, it's hard to back him on a, it's going to be a 10. Um, uh, yeah, Ellsberg should handle it. A tissue should handle it. I wanted. I wanted to give Arameo a chance because he was very good first up last time behind Zaki and, uh, you know, arguably could be strong late at the end of 1300 first up. But look, he ran, I think he ran second in the spring champion or something as a three-year-old on wet ground, but hasn't really fired on it since. So it's a bit hard to come into him. As you can probably tell by the tone of my voice, I'm struggling with the race. A couple of double figures I thought were not hopeless on real heavy were Brutality and maybe even Superium. Although it's drawn one, so they're probably not going to be any good by race five. Um, well, I'll just see how this shakes out after scratchings and what the map looks like and what's actually left in the race. But I, I couldn't really push you anything uh, into anything at the moment. And that's fair enough as well. Race six is the Guy Walter Group Two for the mares over fourteen hundred, and Ice Bath is two dollars thirty from Forbidden Love at six dollars. Promise of Success is seven nine fifty for Vangelic and Kiku's ten upwards from there. Mark Sheen, you've been with Ice Bath a few times in the past, but uh, you're finding anything to beat it here? Look, uh, she just looks thrown in here at the weight. She's what she's been placed in uh, a couple of Group 1s, a Doncaster and the Cantala. She won the $2 million invitation at Wait for Age against the Mares there through the carnival, and here she is on the limit. So if it was a handicap, she'd have a lot more weight than this. Um, look, if they can make ground from the back, she looks the winner to me. Uh, Forbidden Love's racing well. Um, I think that Jerry, they've just got to freshen her up for a second up form's not normally much chop, but uh, they've given her a month off and a trial in between. She's trialled quite well. Got to concede a lot of weight to Ice Bath, though, four kilos. Um, yeah, I'm scratching my head to look elsewhere. Kicker's probably got some sort of chance, but she'll be back with Ice Bath, and I don't think she's got a, as good a sprint, so she's probably some hope. Ice Bath looks to win it to me if she can make ground. Mark Roden, how are you looking at this? Um, oh, I thought there were two good wet trackers in the race, and they were Ice Bath and Kiku. And just with the price differential, I'm going to have something on Kiku. I've got an Ice Bath on top, obviously. I think everyone does. But just thought the gap in the market was a, was too great. Um, yeah, all her best form's been on wet ground. She's just been waiting for it. I thought from seven and Ice Bath in 12, Ice Bath might actually be last or very close to it, and Kiku could be there in, or two in front of her. Uh, look, if she hits the front and Ice Bath's breathing down her neck, I suppose Ice Bath will get past it. But I've got to have something on at $10, I think. And I've got them miles clear of the rest, to be honest. Uh, I think I'll make ground one of the two will win. More likely to be Ice Bath, but kick the value. That brings us to the Chipping Norton, the group one over the mile. And Very Elegant is favourite at $2.90. Colette is $3.80. You've got Think It Over at 4 dollars 
top ranked at $10, and then everything else is $26 or more in the market. Mark Shane, which of the shorties are you siding with? Look, I'm with Kalecki. There looks to be no pace in this race at all. Think it over will probably roll forward. Maybe Angel the Truth, if it um, jumps out of the gates, they might be aggressive on it. But uh, I think it'll be a muddling run race. I think Colette just lands in the perfect spot here, just behind them on the rail. She was uh, left to do a little bit of chasing facing the breeze in the solidly run race the other day. Picked up nicely late. I think she'd be better at a mile and and be much better on this heavier surface. Um, so I just think she gets a nice run. I look very elegant. has got a win over her at this track and distance last time in, but uh, there was not much between them on that occasion. And I think Colette sets up to get a better run here. Look, very elegant. Look, just jumped out the back and was in the worst ground the other day. But uh, look, she worked home okay, but seems a bit skinny to me at 290. Think it over. Massive query in this sort of ground. If it is a heavy nine, most of his worst runs are on heavy tracks. So I think Colette gets a good run here and it's hard to beat. Okay. Mark Roden? Um, yeah, don't know if I can find a bet here either. Not being much help today. Um, Shade Dryer, I'd just... Go with Think It Over again. He's the one that's in form. Came back in great style, uh, winning a pie first up. Like the one who obviously wants the wet track. Very odd. You know, I've just got to have the jury out on her. I couldn't take around $3 even. Um, but on her day, she'd, she'd kill him. So uh, I, I just found it very hard to price, and I, I couldn't really see anything away from those three being um, having much chance. Top, top ranked uh, is probably my next, and it's... Um, you know, first up on heavy ground, which is not ideal. 1,600, I wouldn't have thought. Um, He's an interesting horse, though, isn't he, uh, top-ranked? He did gallop with Zaki between race at Warwick Farm the other day, and I thought he had much the better of Zaki, to tell you the truth. But he did, um, yeah. he did sweat up and was a bit above himself, so the yard will be important with him, I think. And he uh, he was very well was very well backed against Lost and Running at Newcastle, wasn't he, I think? Yeah, and ran, and ran very well. Uh, like, I think he's got something. I just don't know whether 1,600 first up on heavy is... Is it? But we'll see. Um, yeah, look, it could be caught by a process of elimination if it's too wet to think it over and very elegance not at her top. I mean, she's she'd then just stand out if if those two aren't at the top of their game. She'll she'll be the one left to win it, I think. But um, I just found it a bit hard to price, and I don't think again it's a betting race for me. All right. Well, the last race we will preview is the surround, the other group one for the three-year-old fillies over fourteen hundred, and Espiona's favourite at two dollars fifteen. Fangirl is $4.20, and then Jamea is $12. Everything else is 20 or more. Mark Shane, any thoughts? Yeah, we've got the rematch here. Um, 2.15 Espiona and 4.20 Fangirl. It's, it's just interesting, isn't it, to, to think the horse that ran Espiona down is a much longer price. Look, I, I don't know which way to go here. I think I'll be swayed by the way the track's playing. If, if they can't come from so far back, Fangirl will probably be a lot further back in the field. Um, maybe Espiona just got there a little bit too early the other day at the top of the straight, had to fight off Jamea and was holding it, and then Fangirl just sort of sucked up behind them and had the last shot. Maybe that just helped her win on the day. Probably at this stage, I'll be on Fangirl at the price because I can't I can't work out the differential. That's the only thing. Espiona might be the best horse, but the differential's got me, got me uh, scratching my head, I've got to say. Okay. What do you think, Mark? Um, I, I agree that I think they're too far apart. As to why, I think um, in these days of, you know, bulk early markets going up, I think the prices uh, 
framers use SP Profile as a guide to help them, and Espiona was obviously a lot shorter than Fangirl last time, and I think that's just fed into the, the early market here. Um, I think I back Fangirl. I think she actually defied the pattern a little bit to win first up. She wasn't suited from back where she was and was able to run all of them, including Espiona down. As to Espiona getting there too quick, maybe, but I think when she when he went for her, she lay in, as I mentioned in the review show, and I, I, that's not a great sign. Um, Look, yeah, with them being so far apart in the, the market, and I don't have a firm opinion on who's the better horse as yet after the other day, I think I have to back Fangirl. Um, but you really think at set weights, one of the two would win. Um, but yeah, for, I think 420 is a, a nice price, about a very good filly. All right, well, that brings us to the end. It looks a tricky card to be playing into, especially early, but I will ask if you've got any best players on the card. Mark Sheen, I'll start with yourself. Yeah, well. I suppose we're scratching our heads a little bit again with uh, how the track's going to play, but I thought race two, Mayrose, was very good uh, first up winning. I know she is back in distance, but uh, I just thought she'd settled a much better in the run than she had last preparation where she was pulling her head off. She looked a totally different um, filly at Canterbury, and I thought she'd be hard to beat. I think Ice Bath, if you can make ground, looks the winner, and I think Quantico, if it does run, is my... Lay of the day. Okay, very good. Mayrose race two, getting $4.60 at the moment. Mark Roden. Okay, so not with any mammoth confidence. Wouldn't be having my last or anything tomorrow, but I think Fangirl's a good bet. And I think Kiku, even though it's racing Ice Bath, is value at $10. But perhaps even back at each way, because I do think one of the two should win that race. All right. Beautiful. Uh, we'll be back on Monday to review this meeting, however wet it may get. But uh, until then, guys, go well. Thanks, Peter, mate. Thanks, Peter.